What's up everyone? This is Doug PMTG. It's going to be a bit different of a vibe today. I just want to warn people that this is raw and this is honest and this is just me processing. I got word earlier today that a friend and coworker of mine committed suicide. This was a man that I really loved spending time with. And I really loved playing games with. Nintendo specifically, Breath of the Wild. But we'd talk Clash Royale, we'd talk magic. We'd just talk games. He was open to learning and listening. And, uh... I moved to Calgary recently. I was an actor in a, a show for Jubilations Dinner Theater. I played Gru. <laughs> the greatest villain there ever was. It stole the moon and Dr. Nafario was there and there was no Dr. Nafario. It was um it was me and uh, my two daughters, Michaela Chadwick and Sydney. Chisholm, Chisholm, Chrisom. No one ever knew how to say her last name. They were my two coworkers, and they played my two daughters, Margot and Enid, or Edith. I don't ever remember. I just called her daughter so that I didn't screw it up. And uh, my friend Yanni, uh, he played the Joker. And um, Yanni Asamaki, he was the villain. Oh, it was a great rivalry because we were just friends in real life and friends on the stage, but like two villains like current villain the joker winning early the new villain the grew not winning early but having his daughters having his community his people to lift him up to support him uh and then they save the day because of his daughters not because of him because of his daughters but if we remember the movie grew saved his daughters too right like it's like how it works it's like how people grow in life is they support each other and encourage each other and are there for each other because like in some moments some people are like Gru and they're they're strong and they're a villain and they're they're rich and they're just misguided they're just slightly on the wrong path from being a good guy. Slightly on the wrong path. But they're smart. And they're so close, but there's just something twisting them. There's just something pulling them in a, in a weird direction. And this is the shit I think about all the time. Because this is art. This is this play. I was in this play. It's like a script. I didn't write it. It was co-written. There was two writers. Bob Cunningham and Kayla. I don't remember. It was on my script. I'm sorry. But I can obviously add it to the show notes. But there were two writers who wrote this script. This take on Despicable Me. This stage play that I was in. That I was a live character. And we improv. And we do comedy. And we sing. And we dance. 
And when you're on the floor serving food and talking, you're just like the character. That's like the coolest part for me. It's the shtick. It's uh, it's live. You're on the floor. People are taking pictures with you, but they're talking to you and you're just like defending whatever they say and making jokes with parents about Trump. Like it's comedy. You can just like when the kids run away and follow the Joker, you just like look around and be like, did you even see it there? It barely looks real. Why are people listening to him? He's clearly an idiot. He probably has all the guns though. And you can just like, and people are laughing, like, like, okay, how do we get the kids back? Or do we just, are we just happier now? Do you want the mimosa? Like, uh, let, leave them, send the kids with the Joker, come with me, we'll save the prison. You can do whatever you want, you can read them, you know? Are they an intellect? Are they just there with their kids? Are they grandparents? Are they fighting? Is there tension? Can you cut it with humor? You know, it's live, it's theater, it's like interacting with an audience. It's like, you're there to perform and to serve, but you like want to do them both really well. Like you want them to feel like they were served well, but then you get to perform like free form, you know, because it's a stage, you know, it's like people are just in this live room. It's really cool. You should check out live theater. You should check out Jubilations Inner Theater if you're in Edmonton, Calgary or Winnipeg celebrations, you know, it's a new, it's a different experience. It's not like going to see a show and having a meal. It's way different. You know, everyone in the room is a live character that's a part of the story and the actors are walking around as their characters. And some stuff that happens, like I was watching the Friends show back maybe eight years ago and the guy who plays Chandler gets me up on a chair with my tie around my head and my mom is there for her birthday just having a laugh. She's just loving it. It's like a memory. It's like this cool moment because this guy is just this improv guy and I'm just some random who is like, yo, I'll put my time ahead if you do. I don't know. It's just weird. Anyone who's been in a magic tournament knows me. I'm just gregarious. I'm just outgoing. I just don't have shame. I just am who I am. It's, it's not trying to like, anyways. Okay. You can see there's a lot on my mind today. This is a glimpse into today's episode. I'm recording this. I'm going to listen to it back and I'm gonna sculpt the episode. But I wanted to give you the raw, my heart, and to just speak honestly, that today I lost a friend and he's someone that I really wish heard certain music and certain themes. So I'm gonna start today's episode off by playing a song. And if you don't know anything about this song, just listen to the whole thing before you judge it. And it's logic. 1-800 and I just really want everyone to hear this song right now and then we're going to have a great podcast where we're going to get into a lot of topics that matter okay so I've slept that's the next day and I've ruminated a lot over this clip now I wanted to play Logic 1-800 because I know with this app you can listen to music as well You can play songs as well. Um, But Logic 1-800 isn't available for whatever reason right now through this app. So what I want you to do is I want you to stop this episode. And I want you to go to anywhere that you can legally listen to music. And I want you to type in Logic 1-800. I want you to listen to it. I just want you to listen to the song and... um, It's important. This song changed the world. This song was song of the year. He was on Ellen because 
Thousands of young people listened to this song and decided to call the Suicide Hotline. I believe that if you listen to it, even if you watch the music video, it's really good, by the way. Great music video. Don Cheadle is like all up in there. And the story of this homosexual black child, I assume in America, is just gripping. Watch the music video, Logic 1 800. I'm going to make a big podcast out of that first clip. It's not going to happen in vain, but I'm going to do it right. I'm going to probably have some friends, maybe some people who know Andy. It might just be me. I'm not sure. It might be small clips acquired over time, and I will be releasing on a secondary anchor channel a podcast. Because when I re-listen back to my heart moments after finding out, there's so much, so much I want to say. But for now, the grind goes on. I have magic to stream, and I believe that it's what I should keep doing, and it's what I believe. You know, I wish I'd gotten to stream a couple days earlier and played some music and interacted with Andy because he assuredly would have been in my chat. He's usually chilling at home messaging me online. We assuredly would have had some great conversations, but either way, what I'm going to do to end this episode is I'm going to utilize the anchor feature. If you're not listening to this on Anchor, then this might go to silence after this now. I'm not quite sure. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me through a tough time. You're going to catch me on Facebook Live. You're going to see me streaming. Content's coming. But um, I'm just going to play a few songs. Uh, These aren't songs that uh, are specifically for Andy or for anyone. The first one is going to be a Logic song just because... I want to have logic on here. I know his heart and his messaging and his truth. If you watch Rapture episode one, you'll learn a lot about logic. It's a Netflix documentary, Rapture. I think it's really worth watching. And I'm going to play a logic song and then it's going to play some number of songs. And then this episode's going to end. I just going to listen to it. And when it's right, I'm going to post it and, um, I'm going to be back with some more regular content. You can see that I named this one differently. It's a different release. It was um, it was me honestly sharing and me now structuring and creating a new podcast, one where I just talk about stuff, raw talks, gamer, gamer talking, maybe, I don't know, gamer talk, nerd speak. I'll think of it. And um, I'll just talk about important things and uh, some of our gamer friends like Aeon. People who um, people who want to be called Aeon in real life. People who just try to change their name and change their situation. And uh, for some weird reason, as a friend group, or as a society, or as I don't even know what, because I was pretty new to working with him. He was switching back to Andy right when I came in, and I talked to him about it once, and he told me no one cared. They just laughed at me. They didn't get why I wanted to do it. It's fine. I can be Andy. He lived a lot of his life just being Andy. All he wanted to do was be Aeon. He just wanted to change his name. And he just wanted to be happy. Some of us, uh, some of us didn't know him that well. A few of my friends knew him really well. I just watched a YouTube video from Black Blaze Entertainment and um, 
Some people know him really well. Some people are going to get pretty, pretty shook by this. And um, I dealt with uh, trying to process his suicide when I was 22. And uh, if anyone looks at my life between 22 and 24, it's when I lost 100 pounds and I decided to go to university and I finally started living. And uh, for me in my heart, I just think that um, the situations of the world aren't things that we can get torn down by or deterred by. No, we can, sorry. They aren't things that we should get torn down by and deterred by. They're uh, teaching moments teaching us how to be a better friend next time. Not because we could have done more, not because we should have done more, not because we're on the hook, but because next time for the next person I interact with, I can be a good friend to them. I uh, recently in my personal life have been going through a discovery of vulnerability with a few people and um, who I am in their life as a friend is someone who is there for them is strong for them, stands up for them. Um, people who don't have a loud voice standing up against bad behavior, um, issues in friend groups or just a lacking of communication in relationships. And I'm that friend. I'm the strong, passive friend, pouring love on the friend group, just trying to be there for anyone in the group. But uh, a couple of my closest friends from that group have told me that I need to do a better job at sharing with them the shit I'm going through, the stuff I'm going through. And the, the joys, the laughter, the funny jokes, you know, the tone of texting and the tone of Snapchats and phone calls can get so heavy for, for short periods of time. And that's okay. You know, I can be that person in those times. But uh, when the tone shifts and things are good, you know, as the leader, sometimes I have to also shift that tone towards comedy and towards... Um, towards thought-provoking conversations and towards um, topics that we don't want to think about. Um, it's so easy to be persuaded and listen and stand up for issues like uh, our own voice, our own self-worth, but we're not as quick and as eager to stand up and listen to issues on potentially how our actions actually might be hurting other people. And uh, it's hard, it's hard to think about. It's hard to grapple with. Um, but people like Aeon are hurting and um, we're hurting too. A lot of us are hurting and uh, a lot of us have five minutes. A lot of us have 10 minutes. A lot of us have 20 extra minutes and uh, we can just go to work early. And uh, we can just start shooting texts. Maybe instead of from the top of your friends list at your workplace up, from the bottom of your friends at your workplace up. And you just say, hey, I'm going to be grabbing coffee and just sitting half an hour before work. You want to come hang out? Let's just talk. You know, build some new friends, pull some new people into the circle, especially at a job where you have to work with people anyways. You never know what they might open up to you. You never know how you could be there for them. This is the Magic the Gathering podcast, and um, I'm spending a considerable amount of time today speaking about things unrelated to Magic the Gathering, but um, 
Well, my friend Ben, uh, my friend Ben ended his life when I was 22. Um, I had a fire in me to be better at magic, <clears throat> to be better as a friend, to be better to my body, and uh, just to make the people that are in my life around me the ones who are still there with me, the ones who aren't anymore. To make them proud of who I am. And uh, after I lost the weight and went to university from 2014 to 2018, this is 24-year-old to 30-year-old Doug, 31 now, but uh, I think I did. I think I uh, made some good changes I know what they were stimulated from in my heart. I know the five to six key components, awful life situations, deaths, failures. I know the key things that uh, push me towards betterment. And for Anne, I hope that even in one person's life, one of your friends makes something big out of themselves and carries you with them in their heart carries you with them by their side and uh, plays you music, shares you music. Here's some music just to end this chatter time with some thoughtful reflection. Just give it a listen. Try to hear the words. Try to hear the lyrics. Try to hear the heart behind it. For Aeon. <laughs> 